welcome to this episode of Joy's World, the podcast. Um, today, I am joined by a special guest. I found her on YouTube when I was going through my gastric sleeve journey which I guess I'm still going through um, and she has an amazing YouTube channel which we're going to get into talking about but please welcome to my world Miss Kelsey Danielle. Welcome Kelsey. Hi thank you so much for having me. <laughs> no problem thank you for coming on I really appreciate it. Kelsey I always ask people the same opening question when I interview them because I do actually care and that question is, how are you feeling today? Today, how am I feeling? Um, I'm a little overwhelmed. You know, I have a lot of things going on um, professionally, personally, um, and just with everything that's going on and all of the emotions that come from having the surgery and having um, to deal with a lot more things. I'm just a little overwhelmed today, but I'm okay. Um, just making it but I'm okay <laughs> I'm in good spirit good no do you know what I feel quite overwhelmed today as well actually it's been there is a lot going on and I think it's hard especially when you're trying to produce content all the time it's kind of hard to have a balance between creating things but then also living your real day-to-day -day life um, and trying to keep yourself okay but I feel like it's really important that we like take time for ourselves um, to kind of recharge everyone needs a recharge sometimes don't they absolutely absolutely I'm all for taking a moment for yourself and being a fellow content creator and I know you know um a lot of times it's very taxing especially when you have a life outside of YouTube and then you have you know YouTube Instagram and all of your socials um it's very time consuming and very energy draining so I I, I, I get it. I feel that <laughs> So, as I mentioned, I found you on YouTube, but Kelsey, for my listeners who may not have seen your YouTube channel yet, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? So, tell us your age, tell us where you're from. Obviously, we can hear that you're in America, but what part and what do you like to do for fun? Oh, right. Um, I am 34 years old. I am from Huntsville, Alabama in the United States. Um, I... A little bit about me, I am an introvert. Um, I like painting, I like poetry, um, I'm very artistic, I like playing music, writing music. Um, I created my YouTube channel out of a need to talk to someone. Um, when you're going down the weight loss surgery path or choosing medical weight loss, it's really hard in some instances to find people who can relate to you. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to make these videos and I'm just going to put my story out there because no one's talking about how hard it is and how emotionally draining it can be. And just the, the weird questions, like, you know, questions that I felt like nobody was answering. I wanted to be that person for someone. And it's been such a fruitful and amazing process. And I've enjoyed every minute of it, <laughs> every minute of it. Awesome. And we're going to talk more about our surgery and your YouTube channel in just a minute. But first, I wanted to ask you, because I'm always forever when I talk to Americans, my American accent does come out sometimes. And I've been told I sound like a valley girl. Um, Kelsey, can you do a British accent at all? Oh, my goodness. Oh, Give it a try. Give it a try. 
Okay. I guess I could give it a go. <laughs> I wasn't so bad, you know. I've honestly I've heard a lot worse. Everyone refers <laughs> to Harry Potter or the Queen. Yeah, I feel like that's the only thing that we can relate it to. <laughs> People say I sound like Kim Kardashian with my American accent. You sound very um you definitely sound very British. <laughs> you don't sound very American. But it's a no, I haven't movie. done it yet. I haven't done it yet. Do you want me to oh, do you it? Haven't. Okay, no, do it. No, no. Okay. All right, hold on. I need to be, wait, what should I say? What should I say? Oh wow. Um I have no idea. Anything you want. I'm just I'm just interested to hear. Oh my God, like Kelsey, like I can't even believe that you came on my podcast. Like I'm so thankful. Like, oh my God, like it's so awesome. Wow. Wow. You're definitely, definitely giving Kim K vibes. Definitely. Definitely. Well done. I would, I would never. Wow. Wow. Thank you. If I ever come back to America, I'm just going to speak like that the whole time. I think you should. I, I You should. Yep. I think, I think. No, I don't know. Have you ever been to the UK? I have not. I have not. Would you like I to know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I just want to travel more. I want to see more of the world. I want to get to know, you know, people who are not in America. I mean, it's such a, a huge world. And I would love to know just to meet other people other than Americans. <laughs> it is a huge world. But to be fair, America is a huge country. So, I mean, it it's, it's it crazy. Um, let's, let's get into it. Let's talk about our weight loss journey. Um, so tell me a little bit about, so first of all, let us know how long ago did you have your surgery? And also what got you to that point of deciding to have a gastric sleeve? Okay. Um, I had my surgery. I just passed my one year mark on the 5th of February. So my surgery date was February 5th, 2021. Um, I did have the vertical sleeve gastrectomy. Um, and what brought me to that point was just a, an overwhelming feeling of defeat and fear of dying. Um, I was very heavy. I'm still, you know, heavy, but I've come such a long way. Um, and daily tasks, cleaning my home, getting in and out of my car, wearing clothing, climbing steps, um, walking at a brisk pace. Um, they were very, it got to a point where everything hurt. It got to a point where I felt like my quality of life was just slipping away. And that was scary to me. Um, I also um, have PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, and um, which opened the door or made me susceptible to being diabetic. So really my overall health, my overall well-being, and just the longevity of my life was the reason I chose to have weight loss surgery. Yeah, and I think a lot of people um, listening will be able to relate to that. I certainly can. Um, and it's it's funny because sometimes people assume that when you have weight loss surgery, it's because you're at a point where you absolutely like hate yourself, you're at the bottom. And actually for me, it wasn't that. I was obviously unhappy to a certain extent, but I was more thinking about my future. And I was like, if I'm 
26 years old at the time when I had it and I like I was like what and I and I was that size I was like what what am I going to be like when I'm like 35 like I was really like concerned about my future um and yeah it wasn't necessarily that I hated everything like as you say the daily tasks were getting difficult um and I don't miss those days of sitting on a chair and being worried if it was going to break or not like there there are certain things that I'm like yeah do you know what I really don't miss that um I was going to ask you what have you learned since your surgery so through watching your YouTube channel um and there was one video in particular that made me like reach out to you and I was like I definitely need to speak to you um and it was where you was talking about it's your journey um yeah. and not to compare yourself to other people um because as you said in the video it's 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 so different we're all so different if you're bigger you may lose more than someone who's a bit smaller that's had the same surgery and also like I'm a big believer in right now I'm really enjoying my body I'm enjoying my clothing I'm wearing whatever I want to wear I'm still very aware that I'm plus size still some people would be my size and want to get surgery you know and so that's that's the thing it's not about necessarily numbers it's about how you feel and how I feel now is so much better than how I felt before um so just kind of talk to me a little bit about that compare comparisons to other people's journeys I think it's natural human nature to compare ourselves to someone else um, we see success and we want that success. And for me, through this journey, because when I, and you know, I was so ill-informed when I first, when I had my surgery, even though I did all, I did, I did massive amounts of research. I, I, I thought that I was going into it and I just knew what I was stepping into. And I just thought it was going to be, I'm going to lose the weight. It's going to be easy. I'm going to get there. No problem. And what I found out very quickly was, okay, well, I'm two months in and I've lost 40 pounds, but yet someone who had their surgery two days after me has lost 60 pounds. And that was so discouraging. It got to a point where mentally I was tearing myself apart because I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Why am I failing at this? Why is this not working for me? And I think we just automatically want to assume that we failed or that we haven't progressed the way that we should because we're not meeting the same or we're not going at the same pace as another person. Um, and the, and you know, I could talk about comparison for, for hours, but it's the, the dangerous idea of comparison will eat someone alive. It can cause you to sabotage your weight loss. It'll, you know, cause you to sabotage your goals because we have this at least with me I'm a food addict and I struggled so hard with um, emotional eating and doing things that were detrimental to my health prior to the surgery those habits don't go away you have to train yourself and begin it to live a new life and so it's dangerous when it comes to comparison and what this journey has taught me is that I cannot compare myself to anyone else I have to be on my own path work on me you know it's not my journey it's not my time and so and with accepting that mindset and accepting that my journey is not going to you know go as fast as someone else where I may go faster than someone else I had to it really helped to change my mindset and, and once I adopted that I went from negative thinking to positive thinking and I wasn't so focused on the scale and what the scale gave me. It was more about the non-scale victories and being able to tie my shoe without, you know, 
breathing hard and being able to wear a seatbelt. The simple things is wrapping a towel around my body. I wasn't focusing mm -hmm. on that because I was so so focused on what I was not doing or what you know standard I wasn't meeting up to someone else's you know journey. So that's that's what I've learned that I have to focus on me and my journey. And as long as I get to where I'm going. It doesn't matter how long it takes because for the rest of my life, I will revel and I, I will just, I will thank myself every day for the decision that I made. I would do this over and over again and twice on Sunday. Best yeah. decision I've ever made. No, I, I totally agree. I feel exactly the same. And, you know, as you said, um, you did your research before you had your surgery. Most people do. Right. We, 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 I mean, over here in the UK, there's a long process. Um, if you get it on the National Health Service, it's a very long process. Even if you go private, there's also it's a bit it's a shorter process, but there's still a process. Right. So yeah. most people that get the surgery, we don't just go into it blindly. We do our research. But there are a few things, Kelsey, that <laughs> I learned after having surgery. And even if I'd heard about it through research, I feel like until it it hit me, I was like, wow. And one of those things was that hunger. When that hunger hit me, like, and this was at the beginning, now I've got to a point where, cause I'm, I'm like you, I'm a year out. I had my surgery in January. Um, but yeah, when that, when that hunger hits you, I was like, I feel like I'm gonna die. I was like, oh, I need to eat, I need food now. And somebody close to me actually had this surgery years ago and they would come to my house and this was before I had my surgery. And they'll be like, they'll come to my house all the time and be like, have you got anything to eat? Have you got anything to eat? And I was thinking, what's wrong with you? Like, just wait for your dinner like everyone else. No, Kelsey, mm -mm, you can't wait. You cannot wait. I'm sorry, you can't wait. But now I've kind of learned like, just don't let it even get to that point of hunger. But the hunger after surgery, is a feeling I've never experienced before. Did, did you get that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think, you know, when I was doing my research and I was watching YouTube videos and I was talking to people, they were like, oh, you're not going to really have cravings anymore. And, you know, you're not going to be hungry. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is fantastic. You mean to tell me I'm going to lose weight. I'm not going to crave stuff that I'm not supposed to eat. And I'm not going to get hungry. Oh, it's going to be so easy. Two days after my surgery, the you know I wasn't hungry because you know of course you know your surgery but I wanted chips so bad and I, I talked about this in one of my videos I was pacing back and forth in my living room trying to decide whether or not it was worth it to go in there and eat chips and so what I ended up ultimately doing was chewing up chips and spitting them into a cup to prevent from swallowing them two days after my major surgery but fast forwarding a you know 10 months later my hunger came back and I'm like, okay, I'm hungry. Like I'm hungry all the time. And so it's just being able to counteract those urges with, you know, whole foods, with good foods, with things that will nurture your body. And I'm a big, I'm a big supporter of eat when you are hungry, but eat things that are going to nurture your body. Don't reach over and get candy. Don't reach over and get chips because, you know, you're, you're getting back into those habits that got us to where we were to begin with eat yeah. things that are good for you like by all means eat eat your if you're hungry you're hungry um but just eat things that are good for you that's just that's that's what I've had to learn because <laughs> you get hungry <laughs> you're gonna you, get hungry <laughs> you get hungry you get very hungry and the thing is it's like obviously we know that with this surgery you cannot eat and drink at the same time again that is something 
that is quite difficult to get used to because when you go to a restaurant or when you go to someone's house for a meal what does everyone do Kelsey they give you food and a drink that's it's just standard isn't it because most people can do that with this surgery you really have to make the choice am I going to have a drink right now and then wait and then eat or am I going to eat and then wait and then do you know what I mean like you really cannot do I mean you can try <laughs> you can try but your body will not allow it it's it feels horrible and um, there are so many things that, as I say like when I was like being when I was deciding to have surgery I was like oh that'll be all right I can deal with that and now a year out I can deal with that but I think at the beginning it was it was quite difficult to kind of get my head around that and to kind of understand as you say eat when you're hungry and eat just eat better I mean I would never eat a salad before my surgery like I would look at a salad and be like that's not going to fill me up. I don't, where's the proper food? Where's the carbs? Right. Now I can eat a bit of a salad, bit of chicken and it, and it satisfies me. And I'm like, this is like, this is amazing. I, 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 I find that it's easier now to make better choices because those better choices are going to satisfy me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I was telling my, my husband that the surgery really puts into perspective how abusive we are with food, portion sizes, what we eat. Um, you know, I just remember like thinking back prior to my surgery, the big, huge whopping plates I would make for me and my family. And now, you know, I put like a little, you know, just a little here and a little there. And I also changed the way that I serve my family because they don't, you don't need that much food. And I think, especially in America, we overcompensate with food. Um, we don't just eat until we're satiated. We eat until we are, you know, busting pants loose at the seams, you know, and, and, and it really puts into perspective, like I said, how abusive we are with food. And it really helps to educate me on how I should serve myself, how I should serve my family, how I should focus more on lean proteins and vegetables opposed to the carbs. A hundred percent. Like it's, it's, do you know what I realized? I don't like that feeling of being really full before I didn't see food as fuel I used to see it as just something to enjoy and you just eat what you want eat loads of it and feel like really sluggish after but now I just want to like eat when I'm hungry and stop when I'm I'm satisfied not when I'm not even when I'm full just when I've had enough like and I didn't I took I didn't like realize I kind of took it for granted like how much people don't actually chew their food properly oh my god people don't chew that guys anyone listening please chew your food like chew your food chew what's in your mouth but it's 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 tempting isn't it Kelsey when you've got a big plate of food in front of you and you know before the surgery we could eat all of that food and you just want to get to the end of it you want to eat it you want to but you're chewing it like three four times and then swallowing that's not enough like we need to chew our food more have how have you found that Ooh, I think that is the hardest part for me. I because <laughs> sometimes I'm not gonna lie, I get busy and I'm just hungry and I'm eating. I'm like ravenous, and so I'm. I just kind of want to throw it all in, but I'm like, you have to chew your food. Um, and so yes, it's been really hard, but I've adapted to it. And so sometimes if I'm out with my friends or family, you know, they're done eating and I'm still over here eat like only have you know a cup of food or whatever. And I'm still working on that. And they're like, are you okay? I'm fine. I just have to chew it a million times before I swallow. Don't, don't mind me, please, by all means, continue. Um, 
it's definitely, it's hard to adapt to. Cause like you said, we used to be able to just eat, eat freely, eat as we may. Mm-hmm. And now you actually have to think about what you eat. You have to think about food as, you know, you're living, I used to live to eat and now I eat to live. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm, I'm a big fan of fueling my body. I'm a big fan of taking care of the gifts that I've given myself. It's kind of like a new car. When you get a new car, you want to baby it. You want to drive it slow. You want to make sure you don't run any potholes. And I feel the same way about my body. I want to fuel my body. I want to eat right. I want to do what I'm supposed to do because I want this to last. I definitely want it to last. And speaking of that, something that does cross my mind, and I do, I try not to worry about it, but I've seen it happen to other people. So it it does kind of worry me, but then I try to be positive and focus on myself. Um, and that is putting the weight back on. Um, I know, like, we know that, you know, the first year you're going to lose the weight. It's like literally but I feel like now is the real test because now it's kind of like up to me like if I don't eat right I can put the weight back on is that something that you worry about ever every day every day I worry about it um and it's a fear because it's so easy to slip back into old habits and not realize it. It's so easy to slip back into the mindset of, oh, if I just eat a little bit of, I'm just because I'm eating a little bit of this, it'll be okay. But if you're eating a little bit of something you're not supposed to eat every day or you're exercising less or you're not living up to those standards and those habits that you've built, I feel that it's 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 unavoidable. You you will regain that weight. Um, and so it's a mind thing. You know, it's I've seen it happen. I have a close friend who had the, um, the surgery and she regained, um, but she was also drinking sodas and, you know, and I, and like I said, there's nothing wrong with indulging every now and then because we can't just live our lives and just not, never receive any type of benefit for what we've done or, or not benefit or a reward, but a reward is what a reward is. You can't reward yourself every day, not even every month, um, but it, it's definitely a real fear. Um, I worry about that but I'm just going to do what I can to ensure that I instill those, um, those habits and those, those rituals or those ritualistic things to where I can continue to maintain my weight loss. If I don't, if I don't lose any more weight at this point, I'd be okay, but I do not want to gain. If I stay where I am, I'm fine. Or if I go down, I'm fine, but I do not want to see it go back up. I think that would be, I, 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 oh, I don't think I could handle it. Yeah, and, and that's the thing like it's really hard because people that don't know about the surgery a lot of people just assume that oh you've had weight loss surgery oh you've taken the easy way out oh you're gonna lose those away oh good on you goodbye but people don't realize how many people have the surgery and do regain even if you don't regain um to the to the same amount that you was prior you can still regain a lot and yeah it's definitely a fear of mine but I think we just got to take it one day at a time. Um, I think part of it is changing your mindset towards food and towards your old habits. And I think, you know, you obviously have done that. I've, I feel like I've done that, but we'll see. Do you know what? I'm, I'm going to take it one day at a time because if I, I feel like if I think about it too much, it's just going to... It's overwhelming. So... Yeah positive thoughts positive thoughts we're gonna be fine and you know what I was kind of planning for it so I had all like my big clothes that no longer fit me and I had them in a big suitcase and I was just holding on to this suitcase and I was like 
why are you holding on to in my head I was like well if I regain then at least I've got clothes no I'm like no 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 I've thrown them out I'm buying new clothes I've well I've got loads of new clothes now I need to stop buying clothes um but yeah I I've heard of some people Kelsey that have had surgery and tried to hide it so obviously you've got your YouTube channel. I've got my podcast. I spoke about my surgery when I had it. Um, I interviewed my surgeon on here as well to talk about it. Um, I, I don't hide it. I, I, I feel like it's impossible to hide it because the amount I used to eat before to what I can eat now, everyone's yeah. going to tell that, yeah. what, are you okay? Um, have you come across people like that that have had surgery but don't talk about it, that try to hide it? And what do you feel about that? Oh, um, yes. I know several people who, <clears throat> who I, who have, I guess after I came out and said, hey, I had gastric sleeve surgery. Here's my YouTube. Enjoy my videos. Um, people that I went to high school with, people I know in everyday life, um, they came to me and said, hey, you know, I had gastric sleeve surgery. You're doing great. You know, I just don't tell anyone, you know, I just want that to be between us. And for me, I respect that um, because there's such a stigma of negativity around weight loss surgery. And you said it yourself. People automatically assume that because you have a weight loss surgery, that you're lazy, that you're incapable of losing weight on your own, that you've taken the easy way out. But what they don't realize is there's no part of choosing to have someone operate on your body to remove a part of your body you can never get back to never know to, to not know the outcome of the surgery because unfortunately there are a lot of people that have certain not a lot there are people that have the surgery who have negative side effects who you know it's not a smooth sailing you know for months after the surgery me I was lucky enough you know I was blessed I didn't have really any complications God was really good to me my body was really good to me um, but no part of that is easy. No part about preparing your mind to have a surgery is easy. No part about losing the weight after is easy. No part about changing your lifestyle, a lifestyle that you've lived all of your life, that's not easy. Um, but I understand why people choose to hide it because people will, because you know, some people don't have supportive individuals in their lives who will enrich and support their decision to have a weight loss surgery. So I get it. And I feel like as long as you did what's best for you, I'll support you. You know, you hide it. You want to be a secret sleever? By all means, go ahead. Um, I just I just find it kind of offensive if someone does have the surgery and they're like, oh, I'm losing the weight, you know, naturally by working out mm -hmm. and eating healthy. You know, don't I just don't like don't be untruthful. Mm -hmm. Um just just be not really honest about it. if you don't want to put it out there, just you know, say I'm making better decisions in my life. But to give it all to diet and exercise feeds a false narrative that everyone can do that because everyone can't. And that's yeah. just, you know. No, definitely. And, and I guess, you know, it is people's individual choices, like whether they choose to disclose it or not. But yeah, for me, I just felt like I'm obviously going to be losing weight. People are going to ask me and I find it really hard to lie. So mm -hmm. I just I feel like might as well say it I'm loud and proud about it um so I've mentioned how much more confident I feel since having my surgery still I still am plus size I think I'm a I'm a UK 18 so I think I'm a US 14 um so and I I, I feel I just feel great what how do you feel a year after your surgery in yourself wow um I look 
I look back at when I was at my heaviest, 333 pounds. Um, and I think about how I would do whatever I could to make myself smaller, meaning make my presence smaller, because I automatically assumed that when people saw me, the first thing they saw was my weight. Um, and I think about how I felt just so unattractive. And I felt like I just, you know, I was really unhappy with myself. And so now, um, well, a lot of parts of me, I sheltered. A lot of parts of me, I hid. Personality-wise, I didn't talk to a lot of people because I was just ashamed of who I had allowed myself to become. And now um, I'm, I feel so confident. I feel beautiful. Um, for the first time in my life, I feel sexy. I don't think I've ever felt sexy. I did not know what it felt to feel sexy. I always mm -hmm. was told, well, you're cute or you're, you know, you're pretty. And I was like, well, what does it feel like to feel sexy? I remember my friend one time, she was like, well, we'll make a sexy face. I'm like, well, what's a sexy face? Like, what, what does that mean? Like, I always just felt cute um, mm -hmm. and I feel sexy. Um, I'm able to wear heels again. Like today, um, I have on like seven inch heels. I haven't been able to comfortably wear heels in years. Um, jeans, I wear jeans now. Um, just being able to live in my skin and be comfortable with who I am is immeasurable. I, I, I feel great. I feel beautiful. Um, and it's amazing how our perceptions of ourselves can completely be distorted. Because to another person at my heaviest, I may have been the beautiful, the most beautiful person they've ever seen. But to me, because I didn't like who I was, I, I didn't feel that way. But I feel great. I feel mm. great. I, I really love where I am now. And that's amazing. No, I, I definitely feel you on the feeling sexy part. Like I've been posting pictures in lingerie on my Instagram. I'm like, I, I would never have had the confidence to do that before. But now I actually like my body and I'm actually enjoying it so much more. And I feel like it's so important. And I feel like for me, I've kind of got, well, I had the two things. I had the weight, but I also have a visual impairment. And so my my vision not being great I also felt was a bit of a barrier between me and feeling sexy or desirable whereas mm -hmm. now I'm I feel like I'm embracing it even more and I feel like I'm kind of fighting two battles but I'm enjoying it and I and I definitely like, I've just yeah I've, I've changed up my whole look I've changed my wardrobe I've changed my hair and I I just I feel so much so much better I I honestly like I I'm really happy and as you said earlier like I would 100% do it again and I think you know it's not for everybody and that's absolutely fine but I feel like it's important and it's good for us to have conversations like these that are honest um and it's not it's not medical it's just about yeah. our lived experience do you know what I mean absolutely absolutely and I think that was another reason why I wanted to make my videos because people always talk about, well, you know, the medical aspect, but they never really talk about how you're feeling as a person, you know, yeah. behind the surgery, we are people, you know, with real feelings and real lives. Um, and the, the, it's just, I just think about it as like butterflies, like weight loss. I feel like so many people are stuck in a cocoon before they have that surgery. And then they have that surgery and they just emerge as beautiful individuals, not just physically, but you're mm -hmm. able to fully express yourself. I feel like you're fully illuminated and you're fully able to be who you want to be because you are not hiding behind, you know, the stigma of being overweight or being obese. And it, it's, it's an amazing thing to see someone just 
evolve? And obviously, like you see that you've evolved, I can see that I have. You you mentioned earlier that you you're married, right? Yes. Has the surgery, do you think, affected your relationship in any way? Has it made it better because you feel better? Has has your husband seen that in you? Um, and you know, and I I did a you know earlier in my journey, I did an interview with my husband and he's my biggest supporter. You know, as long as I'm happy, he's happy. Mm-hmm. Um, he expressed, you know, before I had my weight loss surgery that he would be happy if I lost weight, you know, because he, he, and, and just, because we have the kind of relationship where honesty before anything. And he felt that he told me that he would feel that he would be more attracted to me if I lost weight. And, you know, that hurt my feelings so bad mm-hmm. because I didn't want to accept that my significant other was not attracted to me or had become unattractive to me because of my weight. Um, but now um, nothing has changed. I do find that he is more touchy. He's more feel, I mean, he's always been loving and caring. Um, but now it's like, <laughs> like, okay, give me a minute, you know, give me a minute to breathe. Um, mm-hmm. But he's very supportive. He's very happy for me. Um, he compliments me um, just on my progress and on my um, commitment not so much as like the physical because he doesn't base all of his, you know, congratulatory conversation on my progress. Um, but no, it hasn't really changed for us. I do find that he gets a little more jealous now. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so um, that's an interesting dynamic, especially from him because he's a very calm and level-headed individual. So to see him get a little, you know, uneasy about certain things, it's, mm. it's interesting. It's interesting, but we're good. <laughs> good. Kelsey, if there's anybody listening to this podcast that is thinking about having surgery, what would you say to them? What would you have wanted to hear before you had your surgery? I would have wanted to hear that everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to work out just as it should. Make the decision. Don't worry about anyone else. Do what you need to do for your health, for your life, for your overall betterment as an individual. And even if that means, you know, not if you choose to lose weight naturally, you always have to to focus on what you need. Um, I I needed someone to tell me that it was okay and it wasn't shameful to need weight loss surgery or to want weight loss surgery or to consider it and that I was, you know, going to be okay and that you know a year from that from that surgery date my life would be forever changed and I just I can't express how grateful I am for the tool that I gave myself for the first time in my life I was selfish for the first time in my life I took care of me (laughs) first and I'm so thankful that I did because it it I cannot express to you in words how valuable it has been So just know that everything is going to be okay. And the choice that you are making is the best one you will ever make. Oh, I feel so emotional now because you know what? It's taking me back to um, the day of my surgery and being in my hospital room, in my hospital gown on my own. And before the surgery, I remember going to the bathroom and just looking in the mirror and just being like, oh my God, like this is happening. Like I'm doing this. I'm, I'm actually doing this and I honestly like if someone had told me then that I would be feeling the way I feel now I never would have believed them like I never would have believed them and honestly like 
I just feel I feel really emotional I feel happy like I'm, I'm happy but I'm just like when you are getting ready for surgery you it's it's still the unknown you just don't know what it's going to be like you have no idea but like I just feel like I've changed so much I feel so much better and I, I'm so glad that I did it honestly I'm I'm just so I'm so happy absolutely no regrets um yeah <laughs> not one not one <laughs> I do it all again um and I get you know I get emotional too um because I don't think we realize how unhappy you know of course you know we say you know I was unhappy with my weight but I just look back to how, how I put in my mind how many unhappy days I had opposed to how many happy days I had compared to now. Um, mm. And the and the comparison is is it's crazy. Um, you know, I had when I had my surgery, it was at the height of the pandemic and yours was too, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I had to do it by myself. You know, no one could be there with me. I didn't have a support system. Um, and one of my biggest fears was dying during surgery because I, you know, I'm just that person. <laughs> um, and I'm like, well, what if this is just it? And, you know, I told myself, you know, if, if if that does happen, at least it was because I was making a decision to change my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look back at myself, you know, and I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. It makes my heart happy because like I said, it's the best decision I've ever made. And I do it over and over and over again. Yeah, hundred percent. And Kelsey, what does the future hold for you? Obviously you've got your YouTube channel and I think your YouTube channel is really amazing. Like, honestly, like I found it and I was like, yes, like finally, like a real person, like talking, I know a lot of people speak about surgery, but sometimes I feel like it's good to find someone that you can relate to, someone that is honest about things as well. It's not all like, yeah, the surgery is great and everything's great, every day's great. It's not, you know, there are, there are, bumps in the road um and so I think that it, that really comes through on your YouTube channel um but what what does the future hold for you what what are you looking forward to um with me I am definitely led by the universe um I feel like um I want I'm going to stick around as long as I can I'm going to stick around as long as it's meant for me to be here I'm still going to make content because I, I truthfully, I enjoy it. I enjoy um, the community that I've built. Um, I have some of the absolute best, best community members um, because they seek the truth in the journey. They seek the positivity in the journey. They build each other up. They build me up. Um, I'm going to, I just, you know, I just foresee my YouTube, like I've taken off, like, you know, I've gained so many subscribers in the past year. Um, you know, I, I, there's other content I would like to do, but right now I still want to focus on my journey because I'm still heavily in my journey. Um, I guess time will tell. <laughs> I, I get a lot of questions about fashion, makeup, hair, um, mm-hmm. so maybe an, an a, a avenue that I go down, but right now I'm focused on my journey. I'm focused on my weight loss and I'm focusing on enriching others' lives. And as long as I can do that, and I say that all the time, um, if I can help one person with my video, then my my day is made. My just check it off my list. I can never make another video. So I'll be around yeah. for a while. Just just look for me. <laughs> we definitely will. And in a minute, you can shout out your YouTube channel and tell everyone where they can find you. Um, 
Kelsey, my last question to you, and it's a big one, so brace yourself, okay? What or who is your favourite Black British podcaster? Absolutely, Joy. <laughs> you, <Woo>! absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting that answer. Stop it. Stop it. Kelsey, everybody that comes on my podcast, like to get them a little gift to say thank you for giving me your time um so i'm not sure do you drink wine i do, <laughs> I do. Not as much as I do. i'm really glad you said yes otherwise this would be very awkward okay so i've got you a little personalized wine glass it says kelsey on there and i've got you something else so Okay, I'm not going to lie, Kelsey. I use this as, I've got one myself, and I use it for my sex toys, but it's just a keepsake <laughs> box. You can, you, don't, you can use it for anything you want, okay? But it says Kelsey Danielle. Oh, my God, that is beautiful. Thank you. And inside, there is a, a message that says, my journey is my journey. I got that from your YouTube channel, and I thought that was a lovely quote, so I put that in there. <laughs> that is so nice. Thank you. I hope you like it. I'm gonna after this, you can tell me your address and I'll send it over to you. Um, but yeah, I hope that you like that. Really, like honestly, thank you so much for coming on. Um, guys, remember to follow your dreams and follow me on Instagram at Joy's World the Podcast, follow me on Twitter at JoyXOXO, email me joyspodcast at hotmail.com. Kelsey, would you like to shout out your YouTube channel, your Instagram, Twitter? <laughs> sure. I'm not on Twitter because I just, I'm just like, you know, I don't know. It's just, Twitter is just challenging to me. But anyways, you can find me on YouTube at uh, Kelsey Danielle, the same way that it is here on Joy's podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey Danielle underscore underscore. Um, I post there um, and I post videos typically on Wednesdays and Sundays on my YouTube. Awesome. Kelsey, thank you so much for coming on. Guys, remember to stay happy, live your best life always. Yeah.